Now broadcasting live on Ustream or direct to your portable device from Martin Road Studios. Bagdenboard.com presents the Bagged and Boardcast. Uh, you said your parents don't listen to this. Drink my beer. It's good. It doesn't work if you're not wearing a mariachi suit. Uh, what? Uh. <laughs> oh my goodness. That is crazy. He just looked at me like, should I punch him? <laughs> Hey everybody, welcome to the Bag and Boardcast episode number 121. I'm Chris. I'm John. And I'm Paul. And we're a podcast that comes to you in three segments. The first being The Week in Geek, bringing you the top geek stories of the past week. Then we follow that up with the list, which is the comic books we're most looking forward to. This week it's May 2nd. And then we go into our main topic, where we're having our hardcore sequel, bracket buster, movie summer... Baganza. I made, no, up, I made but, up a new word, Baganza, for this. <laughs> it needed a new word thrown in there because we had to make it longer than normal. It's a lot of fun. You should play at home. Play and at home. in fact, we asked people to come over to play at ho- their homes uh, all the way from Kansas or undisclosed location, as it may be. Uh, we have the people from Confessions of a Movie Snob. Uh, who are you guys? Well, Did we need them? We are movie snobs. We are right. movie snobs, you know. I would like, I would like my proper introduction as the uh, 2011 summer movie blockbuster bracket buster champion. Well, we'll get into that at the main topic, sir, when we do the rundown of what it all is. But who are but, you, Curtis? <laughs> I am Aaron. I run a podcast called uh, Confessions of a Movie Snob. With me. With it's Ethan. It's on NBC every week, I swear. <laughs> <laughs> and, and because he left a review on iTunes, we brought back Friend of the End Podcast, Ed. Hi. I'm Ed. And because a sequel wouldn't be bigger and better without more people, we have another guest with us today as well. They told me we were going to watch iCarly. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, it's John's dad. You ever Carly? It's, I sequels are always better when the father shows up. Look, Raiders of the Lost Ark was good, but well, Last Crusade, so Last Crusade is better, so much better because the dad was in it. And what's better than movie sequels or podcast sequels? I guess, but beer. Oh. Here, here, nothing. Uh, there's a lot of better beers than this one, though. This one's not bad. This week, uh, we're taking a look at Flying Dog Brewery. Um. I don't remember if we've had anything by them on the show before. I think we have in the past. We're, we're 120 episodes in. Um, this is the Tire Bite Golden Ale. Where are they from? They are from, let's see if it says... It's a Flying Dog Brewery. And there, there you go. Maryland. So, Maryland. Flying Dog this, Red- it's a, Frederick, Maryland. It's a nice hoppy ale. You know? hop? I don't get much hop. I get a little hop. I it, get a crispness. How's it, but how's no it contrast hop. to the Saisons? Uh, what Saison? The one from last week? That, that's forever ago, right? Last week, yes. If you can recall. Well, well last week, that Saison, that was kind of a, like a hoppy finish with a, a, nice uh, a spicy flavor. Brown. This is kind of, uh, kind of uh, a more round flavor in the front. Um, I'm getting a little bit of uh, malt, like quite a bit of malt, actually. Mm-hmm. 
I get a little bit of that hop on the back of the tongue. It's on the like, back I, of the I tongue. I understand what you're saying there. So it's so so lightly hopped. Yeah. I mean, this is yeah. a uh, a warm weather beer. Yeah, th- this is. You know, Paul, you always talk about those porch beers. Yeah, this I, is, I think this is a perfect one. This has a sweetness. It's almost like drinking a sweet tea. It, but yeah, and, but there's. I think there's so many better beers to have than this out yeah. on the porch. Yeah. Even the Golden Monkey from uh, what Victory. I would not drink that. I know you wouldn't, but I would. Still, <laughs> I still like that one more than you do. Uh, flying dog beers are going to stab you in your sleep. Well, they, uh, they are more than welcome to. Paul's in a while of a run on One because that would make a great headline for our show, and maybe we'll get some more listeners. <laughs> Podcaster dies. <laughs> yes, it'll be on page eight of like but the. What's horrible is like reason. we would never. We're do, looking for a new co-host. Chris, Chris and I would never do the podcast again because, like, I don't know, Paul took care of everything. <laughs> You remember the passwords? No. We've been re- we've been sitting around talking like we're doing the show, but we haven't been recording them because Paul's not here anymore. <laughs> this is the two of us sitting at the kitchen table. I'll do it for a small fee. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pay you in beer, sir. Cool. But they will not pay you in Kit Kats. <laughs> look forward to our not episode coming up shortly. Got a lot of stuff happening today, and talk about a lot of stuff. Let's throw it over into the news. I know with our weekend geek. Hi, this is Kyle Stevens. And this is Jim Demonacos. And we're Kirby Crackle. And you're listening to Bagged and Board Podcast. Paul, this is something that you told me as we waited in line going into the Boston Comic Con, and that was that Beta is up for Diablo 3. And I don't know about you guys, but I am excited about checking this out. Wow. Yeah, it's open. I don't... Yeah, I want to check it out, but when I heard there was rumors that we might get it on Xbox 360, it kind of undercut my whole anticipation for it for the PC. Are you not going to be getting it for PC and waiting instead to pick it up whenever it comes out for the console? Uh, Probably not pick it up for the PC because I have such a... Like, I still have not finished Mass Effect 3. I'm so backlogged on my Xbox games that trying to get anything... Every time I sit down to the computer now, it's to do stuff for the Bag and Boardcast. Honestly, yeah. it's it's work. Like, it's now a work machine. I have games installed, but I just can't get myself to play a video game on my PC anymore. It's just involved with the stuff we do for the website, do for the Facebook. Guys, I know you say, what stuff do you guys do? But, you know, there's a lot of work that I put into the actual podcast itself, all right? Like, there's a lot that gets done. Paul does a lot, and that's why he gets extra Kit Kats. <laughs> From not episodes that you may or may not have heard. Yet. Or, Yet. <laughs> yeah, they're, they're not going to hear if that until have, later. Or you have Time Machine. You yeah. know what that means, because you've listened to the not episode. <laughs> or do enough episodes. But you know what? I, I am... If I'm going to buy this game, it is definitely going to be for Xbox. But there still is that little side of me that that wants to at least play five minutes, if not get hooked on it. Uh-huh. But try out the beta. Like I, 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 I'm not one to do the beta. I mean, Chris did it for the um, uh, Pottermore. Like he was part of like that first initial Which, that got, got very very different though from. Mm-hmm. An open beta, like because basically with that, if you want in, your goal like most betas, like even the Pottermore one, like you have to work or try to get into it. Yeah, um, they've been running a closed beta for a while, and now it's open to anyone. Whereas basically, I'm guessing just kind of testing out their servers to see how it handles 
like a lot of people jumping in and out. And I mean, this is a game that we've all just played. We've played so much of Diablo two. I love I Diablo because uh, anytime that if okay, let's say we all get in the uh, the beta or just start playing Diablo two again, and if somebody see, happens upon like a game named Green Arrow, they know <laughs> you. If you're a comic book fan, you know what the password is. <laughs> it's Ollie Queen. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's... Uh, yeah, the, our games used to be like Hail, Password, Jordan. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very, very nerdy. Very secretive. Yeah, every, once, every once in a while, we'd have somebody like... Random all of a sudden, like, random would be in our game for like two seconds and then pop out. Yeah. But it would be weird. Those people were like, how did they guess that? Yeah. <laughs> we thought we were so... Clever. It's like nobody's gonna guess Green Arrow. Like, uh-huh. it, it, it I like Diablo Three. Something I'm so excited for, but I I won't be buying because it's on the PC. I haven't sat down and played PC games like hardcore or like consistently since we were on our Diablo Two kick. I mean, yeah. I'm pretty much a console gamer. I always have been, except for Diablo Two. Mm-hmm. I have to say the same thing. I think the the last game I played for the PC was From Dust Till Dawn. Uh, it was a From Dust. Wow. Till, it was a From Dust Till Dawn game where you followed like uh, vampires attacking the prison that Seth Gecko was in, and him like breaking out and killing vampires to get out of the jail. Was that like done by Tarantino? Like, did he have anything to? Uh, I don't think so. Or not Tarantino, but... Was right. it a FMV? A full motion video kind of video game, or was no, it... No, I mean, it was just, like, no. over the shoulder, running through, killing guys. You had, like, a stake thing that you could stake vampires that came up, shot out your wrist. Uh, it was it was a fun game, but that's the last PC game uh-huh. that I bought. Well... <laughs> and I actually kind of wish... I was just thinking about it the other day. I was like, I should find that. I... Really, would not mind playing that again? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's uh, weird that we're, we're all saying that we're having a hard time playing PC games. Where uh, Bioware is coming out and saying they're not losing any subscri- uh, subscribers, really, to the Old Republic. Old Star Republic's Wars, the Old been Republic. out for a couple months now. It had a huge start, a lot of people mm-hmm. jumping into that. Um, and here we are now. I think it's been like three months, four months. Four months. It came out in December. Out. Yep. Came out what two days before Christmas? Uh, uh, was it when, still, when it went open? Still consistent, not yeah. gaining subscribers, but not losing them. Yeah, but the server loads are less, so it seems like people are just aren't canceling their accounts, but are taking you know their time playing the game, which is good for Sony and or and Bioware because it is Sony, right? That's behind. I think it's all just Bioware. Oh, Bioware and EA. You're right. Um, so it's good for them because, you know, if they're not getting through the content or not really playing the content, then they don't need to feel pressured to create new content. But maybe it would help, like, get more players in if they did come up. And this is coming into a big time because not only do we have Terra Online coming out uh, this week, it's mm-hmm. launching uh, May 2nd. Um, down the road, we also have Guild Wars 2 coming out, which is a free-to-play MMO. Sequel uh-huh. to one that originally started off as a pay-to-play and then went free-to-play and stayed consistent. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, it didn't stay consistent. I know there was some uh, weird issues that players had between uh, because they shaked up like how the game actually played quite a bit uh, when they went free to play. Uh, people lost certain items. He had to store them in certain locations, and then they would drop out of the bank. I, I heard some weird issues with uh, you know Guild Wars, so I'm not sure if that still has the you know kind of cachet. That had before when it was one of the first because honestly Guild Wars was out when you know people were still playing like Asheron's Call or and uh, Ultima Online you know in Guild Wars like and also uh, EverQuest Ever, like, EverQuest is still going I know it, it is free to play they, they had a expansion come out probably mm-hmm. like a year ago yeah and it's still going and I don't you know I'm not sure if people are still drawn in. To Guild Wars, if it's like I'm just saying, I'm not sure if it's the name that people still attach. Uh, this this one actually it looks really good. I mean, coupled with the fact that it's free to play, it's it's something that could possibly draw away from not just Warcraft and Old Republic, but mm-hmm. some other MMOs. I mean, Rift is a little bit over a year old now too. Yeah. I mean, that was one that came out, it made a splash. Not as big as uh, Old Republic did, because I mean, mm-hmm. that has the Star Wars name and Fireware behind it, mm-hmm. but when that one came out, they were touting it as the Warcraft killer again. Yeah. But any MMO that comes out now is like, can it topple Warcraft? And the thing is, is Warcraft is still, is trying to get subscribers back with their, you know, if you get Going somebody back to come back. Going the original game, too, yeah. Well, they have an expansion for that one coming out next year too, uh, Miss of Pandaria. Pandaria, yeah, Pandaria. And they're, they're doing beta for that right now too. Mm-hmm. And right now, if you offer a resurrection school uh, scroll, that player gets a eighty level character, and also like seven days free and something else, uh, like bonuses, just galore. If you, you come back to World of Warcraft, if a friend invites you back to World of Warcraft well, right now. Also, Warcraft free to play up to level 20. Yep. So even if you're not sure about it and you want to try out six different characters, different races, character types, yeah. up to level 20, you're you're free to play. Which <laughs> I think is a good way to kind of draw people in or back to it since they've come out with these. I have it installed. I've played a character up to level 6 again on free to play, but that was months and months ago. And it's one of those things, like I said before, it's on the PC, so I I come to it to do certain things now, the PC machine. I don't come to it to play video games. It's just one of those weird things. It's because we're, we're growing up, getting older. No, because I still, like, I go to the Xbox to watch Netflix. And iCarly. <laughs> and iCarly on the Netflix. I don't know, because some breaking news... John turned 30 today. Hey, happy, happy birthday. Like Time machines. I'm going to rub that in everyone's nose. Yeah. Uh, may have been mentioned before. Yeah, <laughs> when everyone was singing to you. I don't think that's on the podcast, though. No? Maybe it will be. Okay, we'll discuss that later. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't think we were recording when was the it cake was around. I don't even know. Man, but... Time machine. My birthday's coming up, too, but not as quick as free comic book day. Which is May 5th. Yeah. And then we also got May 2nd, which is the day the comic books come out. That's, that's new comic book day. Man, it's, it's a big week for comic books. It is. This and, week. Man, John, if we're talking about comic books coming out this week, we got to be talking about the list. So, John, what's the book that you're most looking forward to uh, this week? May 2nd or May 5th? 
May 2nd. May 2nd. In, I don't even know what's coming out for free comic book day. I know one book. I know. Yes, and that looks so cool. Alright, I'm, I'm going to try this again. I okay. tried it a little bit ago when DC brought out that... Not Night Force. <laughs> I'm not going for Night Force 2, but they're revamping an old story, which is Dial H. Um, for Hero. For Hero, and it's just called Dial H number one. Um, coming out, uh, China Maliev is writing it. Uh, she's a known novelist coming in, writing this book. Um, but I'm just going to pencil by... I, I'm not even going to try to attempt that. I can't. Matea Santaluco? Santaluco? Oh, sounds good. Um, Pronounced well enough. Thank you. I am proud of my and pronunciation. To, to do any justice, I'm actually just going to read what it says from, um, from DC. I, it's not something I... I like to do, I like to give my own kind of spiel about it, but, um, you know, what what would happen if you discovered uh, the Dial H, an unbelievably powerful artifact that turned you into a superhero? And, oh, my phone just turned off while I read that. Oh, man. Yeah, what way do you do? Take move, phone. If your phone turned off, like when you discovered the most pow- powerful artifact, and, uh, Dial H turns you into superheroes. <laughs> what if you found out uh, that the world is th- is threatened and this very device um, that's become your uncontrollable obsession? Um, these are just the first questions in this thrilling and inventive storyline that introduced the strangest superheroes and supervillains in the DCU while exploring the boundaries of reality. Um, it kind of sounds like... Um, What's the? Uh, oh, I can't think of it. I, I want to say it makes some logical leaps. It automatically assumes that if I find this artifact, that it'll become my new obsub- obsession. And I, I don't think, think it would. I think I, it's. I think it's the person it who finds this like phone box that is able to turn him into a, super a superhero, and all other peoples could turn into a supervillain if they find the same box. Mm-hmm. And kind of this strange twist on these characters. Um, but it makes me think of I can't think of um, the title of the series, but it's like one guy's the metal guy, the one's wrapped in bandages. And Doom, Patrol. Doom, Doom Patrol. Patrol. I think it's it seems in the cover shots remind me of Doom Patrol. Hmm. I, I, I go ahead, Paul. I'd only be interested if the you know phone box uh, was bigger on the inside, okay. and instead of turning me into a superhero, it would let me travel through time and space. Well. I actually read the uh, relatively the last uh, Dial H miniseries that came out a few years ago. It's probably actually like eight or nine years ago now that I'm thinking about it. It was uh, written by Will Pfeiffer, who did Catwoman for a while. Right. Um, I don't recall who was on art, and that was the cool thing about it because it's pretty much when you find the dial, when you tap in Hero, you're given superpowers. You don't know what they're going to be. You don't know what's going to happen to you. It's random every time. So, Paul, if you have the style and you dial in Hero. You're going to get some sort of superpowers. So it's after, a resurrection man without dying. Yeah, after they go away, next time you dial on Hero, it's going to be something completely different. So it, it's a great idea for a book because you don't have to have just that same ability or power throughout the whole thing. Because uh-huh. you never know what's going to come from it and who finds it next. It's going to be something completely different for that person, not just power-wise, but what it means to them. Right, but who touches those payphones anymore? Because those are skivvy as all heck. Well, in usually the way it's been, it's it's an actual dial, like it's a small, just like round, like 
box that okay. has the letters H E R O on it. Uh-huh. And after you hit them in, like boom, lightning, I got powers. So I'm, it, I don't know. Are they doing a phone box this time? Or? It seems like I. Uh, it seems like for his cover, it looks like a guy in a phone box dialing. Yeah. yeah. So With uh, death coming after him. I'm just not that interested. Some shadowy figures. You know what? Paul, you've been into that mystical side of right. DCU right now. I think I'm, and I'm, uh, I'm kind of at capacity with that, though. With, you know, Resurrection what? Man, Animal Man, Swamp Thing, and you Justice League Dark. It's, it's a new number one. And probably could get Demon thrown Knight. into May's look back. So maybe we can find out what all of us think about this book. That is very true. That sounds good. There's another new number one coming out uh, in May, <laughs> and that's World's Finest. What? And that is a book that I would look forward to if it worked for Free Comic Book Day, where Arcadia Studios is producing a hardcover, which we heard about from our interview with Peter Davidson. Da- David Peterson. You do the David, same thing I David did. David Peterson. <laughs> exactly. Invert those names. I'll do I know. You know, writer of Mouse Guards, creator of Mouse Guard. Thank you so much for interviewing us again. Yes, if, he, he did great interviews of us. <laughs> yes, he basically did. Uh, Our he, interview style is, yeah, and then what? <laughs> uh, and also, what was really great, uh, side note for you, is we were talking to him for probably about like 10 minutes and then said, do you mind us recording this? <laughs> yeah, he, and then he went back everything he talked about before and just... Re, you know, talk about it in a new, fresh way. It's just the thing, like, we had we had that moment, like, ten minutes, and we're like, do you mind? Like, three minutes, and I was thinking, like, we should be recording this. <laughs> we should be recording this. Oh, my goodness, it's like the Stephen Rue thing all over exactly. again. Exactly. <laughs> well, I wish we had recorded all of that stuff. It's all really good. Oh. Uh, well, we're we're new at this whole thing. Yeah, we don't have 120 <laughs> episodes episode under our belts. And yeah, we only no. have one other episode where we interview people because the other episode uh, is, you know, went the same way of our second our second Christmas special. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't happen. <laughs> our second year was crummy. <laughs> Third year is crummy. Oh, Fourth year might be shit again. Who knows? Interviews are so good, though. Oh, it's, I love doing them. It's a lot of fun. And you probably got that when you listen to episode 120. Mm-hmm. It's fun for us. It is a lot of fun. And speaking about fun, we have been loving everything that's been coming out of DC over in the Batman family of mm-hmm. books. And we're getting it. Opening salvo has been fired. Night of the Owls. Um, mm-hmm. Everything's finally happening with the Court of the Owls going up against Batman. Only this time, Batman's bringing in some friends namely anyone that is in a quote-unquote Bat Family book. And I'm actually looking forward to one of those books, and it's one that I haven't picked up since the new 52 launch with uh, Batwing. I'm picking up Batwing number 9, mm-hmm. written by Judd Winnick, art by Marcus Toe, who you heard us talk to in episode number 120, which is what put this book on the list for me, because I was like, I love his artwork. Mm-hmm. He's such a nice, friendly guy. He's one of those artist that I will I will support what he's on. Oh yeah, I'm going to read his books because he likes hockey. He, he's a huge hockey fan. Love it. Uh, you were sitting there like, you guys were talking about hockey. I had another convention experience with him like three weeks before that where it was like an hour's worth of hockey talk between him and my friend. Why wouldn't you just want to talk about hockey with the guy? He's so good. 
It's right, and he's a fantastic artist to boot. Um, mm-hmm. Judd Winnick is a definitely uh, definitely a consistent writer. Mm-hmm. There's been a couple parts where he's subbed for me, mostly on Batwing, like that number one. It just didn't hit for me. Right, and Catwoman. See, I yeah, Catwoman See, the was new, rough too. The two new Fifty Two books that he's been on have been a little rough for us. But you know what? Going back to his Green Lantern and his Green Arrow stuff. This I, Green Arrow I stuff, I did love it. Outsiders, fantastic book. Yes. So oh yeah. He's one of those writers where, as soon like, if I read something by him, I don't automatically write it off. Yeah, uh, his Outsiders run is probably my favorite stuff that he's done. I, I will definitely go back to him when I see his name on the book. And Batwing number nine with Marcus Toe, part of the Night of the Elves like mini event. DC's got me on that. Yeah. It's a little bit more than many. A little bit. I mean, it's, you got like six, seven books there. That is, it's not as big as like a summer movie blockbuster. Bracket buster. Well, maybe if we can get into that right now, guys. Over at, Red, at Conventions of a Movie Snob, formerly Red Phone Zone. What? Are you guys here? I'm sure you are. <laughs> so we're back, and this is one of my most favorite parts of doing this podcast, is coming up with weird competitions. And uh, what better way to... What Paul's other favorite part of the podcast is doing brackets. <laughs> I thought, I thought right? he loves doing brackets, his other favorite part was actually doing the show. <laughs> yes. Wait, his other favorite part, though, is not liking stuff. <laughs> I hate fun. So, okay, he loves doing brackets... Then he likes doing the show, and then he likes hating things. <laughs> yes. Okay. That is the order. That is my power ranking. <laughs> That's your power ranking. For the show. Sometimes he hates doing the show. <laughs> no. Oh, you should have heard him when we were doing all our interviews. Like, this is going to suck. I got to order. I gotta, <laughs> I'm going to have to cut this. I got to edit it. Oh. Is there country I have to cut out some of the noise? But, um, so this is the second time we're doing this. So, again, what we're doing is taking the 16 top geeky kind of movies, the movies we're kind of interested in, even the slightest bit, uh, coming out this summer between May, May and August, and what we do is pit them head-to-head in fierce battle. In a fierce bracket battle! Exactly. Well, and what are we calling this, Paul? It's a second annual Bag and Board cast. Summer movie bro- <laughs> blockbuster <laughs> bracket buster, The Revenge! Whoa, <laughs> You changed it from so the sequel. It, it's a bracket, a bracket buster paddle battle in a puddle in a bottle or something? No, we're not Dr. Seuss here, sir. Why would you okay. make fun of me like that? It sounds like a virtual bugganza. <laughs> Let him make fun of himself. But he does, each, so, he does do well. So for the first round, what we do is compare the opening movie, the opening weekend uh, from the uh, ticket sales, from the numbers from uh, box office mojo. That's what numbers we go off of. We do not include the Monday if it's a holiday. Uh, Memorial Day, you don't get any bonus days. It's just, you know, the opening weekend numbers. Friday through Sunday. Yep. Box just office mojo correct. does all the number crunching for us. So we, j- and then the second round, second week, that first week, total for the week, then third round and so on. It's very easy. It's an easy bracket to do. But this year, instead of me figuring out how to set up the bracket, we're just going to pick it at random from a hat. Drawn from a hat. So it's going to be a lot more fun. That's, um, that's right, listeners. We've got a budget now. We have a hat. We have a hat and scraps of paper. Exactly. Well, Written on in ink. 
last you know time... You stole that hat from a trucker who was drunk. Last time... <laughs> um, those were his shoes. Aaron ran away with the bracket last year. Just ran away with it. I, the first week of August, it was already over. He crushed us. He mm-hmm. pretty much did. Like, there was really slim to little hope that any of us would catch what him. was it, 17 to 13? Yeah, but yeah. that was the year a Bieber movie was out, so... Yeah, and I was saying never say never, but um, unfortunately Spy Kids did not pull through for me like I did think it would last year. So, uh, and to the make Planet of the Apes movie, who knew? Yes. Yeah. Who, who knew? An Apes. Planet of the Apes movie? Oh. Aaron, 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 Aaron didn't know. <laughs> yes, Aaron picked it, and that's what basically sealed the deal for him in August. So the first week of August, the competition was over. We wanted to go to all the way through August. So hopefully randomizing the movies instead of setting them up per date will uh, help us out. <laughs> So, the first competition will be, I'm drawing the first one, and Snow White and the Huntsman versus, Chris, you pulled it. Oh, I get to pull the second one here. This is exciting We're for me, go guys. Rod Robin. The second one is Prometheus. Oh. oh. Wait, what do we think will have a bigger opening weekend? You, you have to go with Prometheus on this one. I, how do you not pick that over? I don't even know who's doing Snow White and the Husband. Who directed this one? Aaron? No, I didn't direct it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know who directed it. I know it's got Thor in it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And uh, Sleepy from um, Twilight. Mm-hmm. Kristen Stewart, who just should not act in anything. But, I mean, then you got Prometheus, Ridley Scott, with his, another sci fi movie that looks just looks amazing. Like it's going to be the pre- uh, prequel to the Aliens franchise. So Chris. Snow White and the Husband is directed by Rupert Sanders. Oh, okay. Oh, it's Colonel Sanders' son. Oh! This is his first directorial debut. Wow, it's like you have an internet right in front of you. An internet. Just the one. He doesn't have them all. Who would watch that? Who would go to see yeah, Snow White and the Well, here's the thing. You know what? Like, my my mom really wants I mean, to see that market? movie. Middle-aged woman? She, she's yeah, really looking for they're going for the Twilight crowd with that one. I think, yeah, definitely. And I mean, yeah. they, they came out in droves for that one. I don't for know Twilight, how. Long. But the, the Red Riding Hood did. 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 And also, yeah. Charlize Theron is in both of these movies. Yes. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> but she's terrible, too, so there's less. I like her. I oh, man. I like her Academy movies. award winning actress. Yes, but have you guys been. <laughs> in my opinion. Okay. So, But have we seen. The, there's been viral marketing out for the Prometheus movie already. Like with the. Uh, like Android uh, kind of thing going on. Uh, there was an Android video for Prometheus. I don't know. Yes. I, I have Androids. I didn't I know about that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. that either. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Not Android as a phone, but like Bishop from the Aliens franchise. Oh. Okay, so I'm marked I'm mark down. I'm picking Prometheus. Chris. I, I want Prometheus as well. Prometheus. Prometheus. John's dad. I, too, choose Prometheus. He chooses Prometheus. He's, Our, he's reclining in a chair, so if you can't hear him, well... Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> All right, Aaron and Ethan, what are you guys going for? <laughs> well, you know, you have to sit and... and it's Prometheus for me. I, I, it, you know, that's sort of a no-brainer to me. Snow White and the Huntsman is uh, this guy's directorial debut, and yes, they're, they're banking on the Twilight stuff, but I don't think very well. Uh, so well, I'm going with Prometheus on it. I'm going to go Prometheus as well. Um, Snow White and the Huntsman is absolutely, it's, it is geared to, towards that uh, Twilight crowd. It's a really fickle crowd, though. Oh, yeah. So if it isn't Twilight, then they don't like it. 
So they're probably gonna uh, attack it, and it's probably gonna be better than Twilight. It doesn't take much, but yeah, Prometheus is my choice. Yeah, also. I had no drive to see any of the Twilight movies, but my mom wants to go see Snow White. That's the only reason I would ever check it out. I've seen all the Twilight movies, and I've read the books. Well, you are from Kansas. Well, I also have a wife that wants me to do stuff <laughs> that she does. I didn't enjoy it, but I have seen them. <laughs> all right, right you're honest. So. We got all the picks in. All the picks in. All the picks are in. We are locked. John's dad, you just picked a movie out of the hat. I don't know if you can make out what it is. The Expendables 2. The Expendables 2. Oh, jeez. Versus Ed, you had... I'll be honest, I didn't read it because I didn't expect to give it back to you, Paul. Dark Knight (laughs) Rises. Oh! Can we just all just say Dark Knight Rises and move on? Like, we don't... (coughs) That's... Random, you know? It's, it, it, it's, what, what you it's very random. I'm surprised that it came to like this so quick because Expendables did a lot better than I thought it would have. It, it was huge. But, yeah. It's, and it was, it was, it was huge. It was such a horrible movie. And sequels always <clears throat> do tend to do better than the original, but honestly, I couldn't couldn't convince you of that last year with The Hangover Part 2. <laughs> <laughs> because awesome. they want, if the one thing is comedies what? usually don't. Comedy sequels usually don't do better. Look Who's Talking 2. Did not do as well as Look Who's Talking. Dumb and Dumberer. Exactly. Did not that do was a prequel. Well. Oh, that's oh, true. Well, <laughs> and it didn't have Jim Carrey in it. Mm-hmm. And it was like ten years later. Well, yeah. Yeah, that was really poor. Exactly. <laughs> I, I, I dropped the ball with that one. I'm sorry, guys. So uh, let's 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 raise your hand if on this side who's not going to pick yeah. Dark Knight Rises. We're an audio podcast, John. Paul, what are you going for? Dark Knight Rises. I'm Chris. Dark Knight Rises. John's dad. Dark Knight Crisis. <laughs> Dark Knight. Dark Knight Crisis. <laughs> From John's dad. Ed. Does Dark Knight Rises still have Michael Keaton? No. <laughs> <laughs> he plays the mayor. And he also, Okay, Dark Knight Rises. He also cleaned the latrines at the shoots. <laughs> I'm going to go Dark Knight Crisis. Aaron. Well, you can't really discount what Expendables 2 is going to do. It does have short... Of course, Dark Knight Rises. <laughs> it's, um, at all these movies, there's two that I will certainly see in the theater, and this is one of them. And I th- I'd like to think of myself as the average moviegoer. Yeah, considering that uh, the Dark Knight made uh, domestically money. five times what uh, what uh, the Expendables, uh, the first Expendables did, yeah, we're, it, it's pretty much a no-brainer here. Yeah. All right. Then we go right down to this next conference, and we have Ice Age Continental Drift versus The Avengers. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. I know we say that sequels do better, story, but yeah. not... Not Avengers kind of movie better, right, guys? Like, <coughs> Yeah, I mean, this is like an unfortunate casualty, because when we were initially planning this out, I think we had Ice Age going, going up against, against Brave? Madagas- no, or, Madagascar. Okay, Madagascar. Um, yeah, this is where... That's a harder one to figure out. Yeah. Uh, Madagascar versus Ice Age the, versus the... Madagascar and Avengers. Well... Ice Age versus Avengers, excuse me. But the thing is, you don't want in the beginning of the bracket to team up, you know, by choice, your top True. movies. But it does But it does eventually funnel down to the same yeah. thing, so it's all good no matter how we do it. Yeah. But, uh, I, yeah. I don't think there's any real contest. I don't think Ice Age overall has been doing better 
each re- sub- subsequent it's release. It's been doing uh, consistently. It's been yeah. doing. It's been doing well. It hasn't been doing like amazing. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, it's going to be more like the Kung Fu Panda from last year, where it did okay, but. It did better as it went on, but the opening yeah. weekend yeah. is that's what weak. kids' movies do, because a lot of yeah. people don't like yeah. taking their kids opening weekend. This will be the fourth, uh, the, the fourth Ice Age movie, and the first one did $176 million, and then two and three both did about $195 and $196 million. So it's, it's pretty, you know, it's consistent. It's consistent. That's still not Avengers money. Yeah. Oh, no. And, oh, no. And, and, and it's just been the buildup over the last couple of years, especially last su- summer, Captain America and Thor coming out. This summer, this movie. Yeah, but I mean, Thor got really <clears throat> bad ratings. Captain America, I, I haven't seen it. I'm told it's decent. Thor did not get bad ratings. It did not. Yeah, ratings Thor. don't enter into it. Yeah, ratings don't enter into it. And Thor got actually pr- it got better ratings than Captain America. What was yeah. box can, we go, can we cut this and go back to where I was right? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Somebody's got to look it up. I have to be wrong every once in a while. <laughs> you get to be wrong too. I'm wrong. No, but uh, Ozzy Adventures is one of those movies that people know I'm a comic book nerd. They've been coming to me like, so that Avengers, that's like all of the characters, right? And it's like, yeah, they're they're going to be in there. All those other movies you liked, like Iron Man, Thor, if you dug Captain America, if you liked the last Hulk movie, do go for it. Can I say something real quick? You most certainly can. Well, I'm going to. Uh, <laughs> I will throw out Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Captain America, Incredible Hulk, uh, etc. I'm going to throw that out. And I'm just going to say that it made 178.4 million dollars worldwide this weekend, and worldwide is not usually what a uh, what the domestic take home is. Yeah. So if they did that kind of money overseas, then we can expect some huge, huge, huge numbers yeah. on this one. You expect the foreign uh, box office to be either half or a third of what mm-hmm. the domestic yeah. is. Yeah, we so learned that last year doing the brackets. Yes. <laughs> well, I mean, there's always there's always a vari- you know variables. Yeah. There's movies that like do better overseas, but mm-hmm. pretty pretty much it, it, it it's it's half to a third. And so I think we're looking at probably I don't want to shoot myself, but probably a two hundred million dollar opening with this easy this yeah, next oh, yeah, weekend. Easy, easy. Yeah. I'm thinking at least three hundred yeah. million. But uh, three hundred million that's a lot. <coughs> but I wouldn't be too surprised. I wouldn't be surprised by it. That's, that's all I'm saying. Crazy. Yeah, it's a lot. It'd be huge. So let's I mean, all that would, that would be crushing record. This is making it very easy for us. Nice. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not going to see it this weekend. I, I think I think we're all in it for Avengers, except for John's dad, who's pleasantly happy with uh, Ice Age. <laughs> <laughs> Are you really taking Ice Age? No, no, he's joking. So far, so far, I only need to pay attention to one bracket because we all picked the same thing. I wanted to go at three o'clock in the morning. Downtown Kansas City. Right. Well, and Paul, you're uh, picking that. next here. No, yeah. Oh, pick Paul already picked one. I didn't even see him do that. So the uh, bracket is really time. easy this time around when we all pick oh, the same stuff. Pick? We're all we're you go you oh, go that's right. again. But right now, yeah, just if we keep going, we're going to start arguing. I guarantee yeah. you. I hope so. Because right now we pretty much hit the three biggest movies I think of the year. Oh yeah. Yeah. That's just the way. That's just the way. It okay. Falls. It'll be all right. This is going to be a good one, I think. Uh, Abe Lincoln. Vampire Hunter versus Total Recall. See, there you go. That's that yeah. One. That's uh, it's going to be the same across. So we, the remake of the Irish War Yeah, that looks a lot like does Total Recall. Looks like Blade Runner. August. Yeah, yeah it, it does. does. And the visual effects, the world they put them in. Uh, Vampire Hunter is June. Okay. Abe Lincoln comes out in June. Uh, Total Recall comes out uh, second or third week of August. So. 
I think I'm going to just go with that toss-up of it coming so, out so late in the season. Total Recall will probably get a little bit more money. Marker? Just give me the Sharpie. So I'm going to go Total Recall. You, you know what? I have to go with Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I, I've heard a lot of stuff from people. I really haven't been paying attention to movies too much lately. Um, but this is one that's kind of on people's maps, even if they're not movie fans. My mom wants to see this, to kind of throw it to that casual moviegoer that I'm very much becoming. I, I think people are going to say Total Recall, think of the Arnold Schwarzenegger movie, but I think people are going to see that Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter and just, hey, that sounds really interesting. Like It's something that people are going to want to see just because it's so different and interesting. John's dad. Well, I'm going to go with Total Recall. There you go. Get on the right boat. One of the reasons is I think Abe Lincoln's going to be a very narrow niche where certain people are going to want to watch that movie. I want to go see it, but I think it's going to be a general interest for it. But I think Total Recall will be that, sort of that summer, oh yeah, what the hell, uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger kind of thing going on, and they'll go see it. And by the time that movie comes out, no other movie's out. Like, it's kind of over. The summer, you know. And I got to see Nietzsche. <laughs> yeah. Ed? Well, I'm going to go with uh, Total Recall as well. Um the average moviegoer is my girlfriend, and she had no intention of seeing Abe Lincoln at all. In fact, she thought I was crazy that I wanted to go see it. Whereas Total Recall, everyone knows that movie. It's got that girl with the third boob. And it's <laughs> just something going. that everyone's going to at least consider seeing because they've already seen the one in the 80s. John? Oh, wait, no, you already, already picked, picked, picked. picked. Aaron? What? No, kidding. Uh, <laughs> Total Recall versus Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter, huh? Yep. Um, I think that Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter is going to do better than all of us are. We're kind of poo-pooing it. I think it's going to do okay. I don't think it's going to be you know setting any records or anything. It's just going to kind of depend on how good the movie is. I think that you know just going in blindly, I would say Total Recall would do better. I'm going to say this. I've actually read Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter twice, trying to like it, and I didn't. And I still want to see the movie. So I don't really have any interest in seeing Total Recall. I'm just, but I'm not a sci-fi guy, so... Uh, I'm going to go with Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter, uh, just based on uh, uh, a few things in that uh, Total Recall's opening up opposite Foreign Legacy. So. Yeah. I, I can't I remember think if everyone's going to go, uh, go see Dad's Dead. Did Bourne make our bracket? I'll go see Dark Knight Rises. Foreign Legacy yeah. is on okay. our bracket. Yeah. Um, next up, we have G.I. Joe Retaliation versus Men in Black 3. And for the casual movie person... You know, at work, people are talking about Men in Black 3 already. People kind of are excited to see that movie. It's been how many years since 2 came out? Uh, it's got to be almost 10 years. It's it, over 7. Is it the same cast? Yeah. yeah Except uh, Josh Brolin's playing a young... Uh, oh, that's right. He goes back in time. Yeah, he goes know? back he in gotcha. time. Yeah. I have to say this. I've never seen the second one. Really? It's I not good. Don't. It's no, terrible. It's not it's good. good. And really, I mean, G.I. Joe's going to be worse than MIB 3. You know. G.I. Joe was pretty big when it came out. Like, it, yeah. it, kids, and like, I mean, they've had three cartoons now since the movie. Toy Line is still going strong. I, I thought G.I. Joe was horrible. I, I wasn't expecting that. Um, I think Men in Black would probably do a little bit better. I, 
It doesn't have the name recognition. It's got Will Smith, dude. It, it, exactly. It has Will Smith. People yeah, like Will Smith. Perfect. People like the Men in Black movies. But it's been years since there was a cartoon. It's been years since the movie. No, I watched it. There was cartoon. a Men in Black cartoon? Yeah. 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 I didn't know that. It was also a comic book for a while. I don't remember the comic The cartoon book. wasn't that great. Was and it? there was a role-playing game. Was it really? Yeah. Oof. Wait, here's the thing. You know what? Okay, yeah, it might have been years, but people that have younger kids now are going to be like, oh, Men in Black. It's going to be funny alien movie. It might have some risque stuff in there, but they're going to be able to take their kids to that. I, I think just compared to G.I. Joe, which they're also probably going to want to take their kids to, I, I as if I was a parent, I'd probably want to put my money towards Men in Black, which is going to be, I think, a better movie. I think if you were a parent and you saw the first G.I. Joe, you were so disappointed you're not going to take your kids to the second one. And... Yeah. G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra only opened with uh, fifty-seven or fifty-four million dollars, and it only made one hundred and fifty million uh, overall. So, all right. So, Paul, where are we going? I'm going Men in Black uh, three. Uh, I'm going Men in Black as well. I'm going Men in Black. <laughs> as am I. I'm going to change it up. I'm going to go G.I. Joe. Ooh, Aaron, what about you? I'm going to go Men in Black, but I want to say this. I would, I would love you guys to lift your uh, no-movie-review moratorium just for this one because I think I got more enjoyment out of you guys hating G.I. Joe as much as you did listening to it on the podcast. And I, uh, I want to hear you go to this one. I hated that Chris was constantly trying to talk us hilarious. down for the ledge. No, I, I, Black 3. Yeah, I'm going to Men in Black 3 as well. Uh, uh, I think G.I. Joe Rise of Cobra is going to do very well. I do too. Uh, but it's, I, it's, I think... Men in Black with Will Smith behind it and everything, and and sort of when it's coming out end of May, I think mm-hmm. it's going to be right around when you know Avengers is winding down. People are going to be wanting something new, and yeah, MIB three is going to hit that. I, I thank you very much for uh, bringing that up because I don't, I still don't know what the hell you guys were expecting going into that. It was lasers. That's that's all I expected to see. <laughs> uh, I expected half of it being knowing. And there was no knowing throughout that entire movie. No, exactly. But there was battle and violence. Yes, that's the other half. Uh, that's the other half. That's exactly what I thought. You guys were just. No, I, I loved how much you guys hated it. I think I think you're missing. Like, I mean, you got the rock. So much joy. Mr. Kid movie. Out of shape you got out of it. Because I was just like, it was a stupid movie. Let go. But you guys did not like it. Well, it was hysterical. I didn't care about it one way or the other. I saw it. I liked stuff about it. I didn't like other stuff about it. And I probably forgot about it. I mean, there's that's what it was. There's that review, and then there's the Airbender review. Don't right? even mention that movie in front of <laughs> that me, sir. That funny, too, because... because what were you expecting? <laughs> <laughs> Same thing with G.I. Joe. Like, what were we expecting? But what what are we expecting? Let's see what the next next picks yeah. are. Somebody somebody take some movies out of there. Pull oh, you're Paul, you're picking next. Okay, I'm picking one. I, I pick after you. All right. I got Battleship versus Madagascar 3. Oh, wow. Battleship uh, versus Madagascar. Battleship, what made oh, us wow. make our Christmas special this year actually happened. Very true. Uh, you know what, guys? I have to say Battleship. No way. No way. Because, listen, the thing is, opening weekends, that big action movie, even if it's stupid, like Battleship, no. will do better than an opening weekend for a kid's movie. No. Well, if you notice, they've changed their promotion yes. for this movie completely. Yeah. Now it's it not just... the same kind of trailers. They're really pushing it yeah. as action gung-ho, where 
The previous previews look so shitty. The the previews were boring. I yeah. I think did I bring it up to you, John? Where I was like, yeah, no, they're shooting pigs. There's like it's actually like battleship. Like they're shooting the pigs. They're like no, that was fake. And I was like, no, that's it. They're, now there's a robot creature that's going around, uh, and they're it's saying from the from the makers of Transformers, oh. they're marketing it as a new Transformers movie, and I think that's actually going to get people in there. Ed. Why do you say no? Well, first off, everyone going into this knows that it's going to be terrible because it's based on the board game. And we all played it, we all loved it, but it's still going to be an awful, 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 awful movie based on a board game. Um, whereas Madagascar 3, everyone's seen it. Or, is that Continental Drift? No, that's Ice Age. Ice Age. Ice Age. Ice Age. Ice Whatever one it is. You mean they're, they're going to see, everyone's seen it before, they love it. They're just um, going to go there looking for the penguins. That's right. Yeah, and those, love those penguins, penguins. They're going to make a lot of money on the penguins. Whereas I have no women. intention of seeing Battleship, and I can't imagine why anyone else would want to go see it. See, I don't think there's I, any connection of the board game to it except the name. They're actually no, they shooting pegs. Yeah. Like they shoot pegs? The aliens are shooting pegs at them. Oh, I'm not watching that movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's see, here's the thing. I, I don't care about either one of these movies either way, but I think mm-hmm. Battleship's going to go. Well, I think they're going to do because, better. Honestly, because like Paul said, it's Actually, whenever you see it, it's like Hasbro, the company behind Transformers. People are going to see it thinking it's the new Transformers movie. How are the pegs going to No way. Yeah, put a hole in the ship. Oh, us consumers are dumb, but we're not that dumb. No, no, no. no. Yeah. Come be... back after that <laughs> opening weekend, sir, and we'll see. Just see how how loving and intelligent, because it's an intelligent person that sees Battleship. <laughs> a smart person. The only I'm re- not pandering right now. The only reason I will see this movie is because I know it's going to be awful. Two two names. I'm going to win this movie that are hitting both female demographics. Liam Neeson. Very cute for the older ladies, and then they Channing Tatum. They the younger ladies love him. So, who does oh. John said, Ch- "What do you Tatum. think?" Well, I oh, think Channing Tatum. Yeah, I think. Tatum's not in it. Yeah, isn't he? <laughs> no, he's in GI oh. Joe, Paul. Oh, I think that, that's racist. I think people are going to go to Friday Night Battleship and say it really sucks, and nobody else is going to start. Nobody else is going to come on Saturday and Sundays. So I go with Madagascar. Madagascar. Whoa! Mixing it up on me there. Madagascar. How are going Madagascar? Well, it's a... <laughs> it's got this hypnotic control. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> uh, Aaron? Break blue eyes. Ooh. <laughs> hey, Aaron? Yeah? You guys, uh, have you made your pick audibly? Have we made it audibly? I don't believe we have. <laughs> All right. Uh, Would you like I'll to? I'll go... Uh, this isn't going to be a... I don't think it's going to be a blowout, and this is... The only one so far I'm not particularly confident on, but I'm gonna go Battleship. I, I, I love. I think it's. I, I think it's adorable. How all you guys are saying that people are, are gonna think how stupid this looks <laughs> and horrible, but you're acting like they don't eat up every horrible movie that comes out. Yeah. And I don't necessarily think that Battleship is going to be horrible. It probably will be. I mean, it'll probably be just as horrible as the Transformers movies. Mm-hmm. But I'll, I would go see this before I would go see Madagascar, and the kid doesn't want to see Madagascar. Right. So that goes a long way with me. Does the kid so have any interest in Battleship, Battleship, though? Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking Battleship is going to be riding that Transformers high, and uh, Madagascar, the uh, the second one, did did worse than the first one did. So, I mean, uh, and it was four years ago when that one came out. 
Um, so I'm going with uh, with Battleship as good turn your brain off, uh, watch watch stuff explode in pretty pretty ways. So that's and it's got Liam Flippin' Neeson in it. Yeah, exactly. So that means a lot to me. And John Carter. And John Carter. That's the Gambit, guy, right? Yes. Gambit. So yeah. Is uh, Leanne... Taylor Kitsch. Yeah, Taylor yeah. Kitsch. Is yeah. Leanne Flippin' Neeson kind of like Samuel M. F. F. and Jackson? Exactly. No, Which actually, means, he has well, his uh, Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. Not officially. He's, he's been, been nominated. nominated. He's been nominated, <laughs> but hasn't won. A Liam Flippin' Neeson is officially Liam Flippin' Neeson. A, uh, a Ruth Oz. <laughs> he hasn't won a Ruth Oz through... Uh, the Confessions of a Movie Snob podcast. Confessions of a Movie, movie Snob. We'll be yeah. doing our next round of that uh, fairly soon, but then yeah. uh, we'll start it up within the next couple and weeks. And who, who won uh, last time again? Harrison that, that was Ford. me with Harrison Flippin' Ford. Oh, yeah, that's yeah. right. All right, for our next round, talking about winners and losers, uh, Dark Shadows versus Born Legacy, Ooh. which oh. is our losers, pretty much matchup, I think, because these two movies look bad, just look bad. Who's starring in the Born? It's not. It's not uh, Matt Damon. It's the it's <laughs> it's the guy who's playing Hawkeye and from um, the Avengers movie. The, he's in the Avengers movie. Plus, uh, say Alan Alda? Uh, Hurt Locker, the guy who started oh, Hurt Locker. Jeremy Renner. Jeremy, Jeremy Renner. Renner. Yes. Alan Alda. He doesn't have the box office. People, people really know who he is now. Yeah, but so, I don't see except it. Except us. I don't I see it is. overcoming the whole uh, love of the Tim... The Tim Burton? Tim, Tim Burton. Between and, Tim Burton uh, and Johnny Depp. And Johnny Depp matchup. I think it's going to be Dark Shadows, even though it I looks like a worse movie. It looks like the worst movie coming out this year. You know what? I I have to agree. I think Dark Shadows is just going to do a lot because it's Tim Burton, Johnny Depp, Helena Bonham Carter. Those those names sell tickets now. Yeah, it, it's so far removed from what the show was, but those those names alone are going to drive people it's into Alice the theater. In Wonderland. Can I say something again? Yeah, go for it. It is so far away from the show being removed, or I'm sorry, so far removed away from what the show was, but. But uh, the, your typical movie-going audience does not remember that show, so they don't care. They remember Jack Bert, or, uh, Jack uh, Jack Sparrow, though. Yeah, you know? I, it's it's really surprising the people that are like I'm surprised who were like, "Oh, Dark Shadows, I'm gonna go see it." I, it the previews look so cheesy. It looks worse than the Adams Family's movies, and I don't think. Anybody... Whoa, whoa! This is a this is a conversation for another time, Paul. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? This podcast is over. <laughs> I almost, I almost Ed's leaving. Ed, Ed, we have another beer. Come back. Yeah, acquitted. Acquitted. <laughs> oh man! But uh, John Stad, how about you? Well, I don't, I don't think the born thing. It's just not going to have that box office draw without uh, what's his face, Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Matt Damon. Uh, you know what's his name? Yeah. And I think a lot of people my age will go to see uh, Dark Shadows because of the nostalgia part. But then I think a lot of people, younger people, will go because of uh, Tim Burton and Johnny Depp. So I pick uh, Dark Shadows. And we also have to remember that everybody will be going that weekend to see Total Recall. (laughs) (laughs) No, they won't. (laughs) I picked them for my bracket. Ed, Ed. Uh, I'm gonna go with uh, Dark Shadows on this one. The uh, Tim Burton uh, synergy is just gonna be too strong. Uh, and I, I think people are always in that craze for action movies, and I think they've seen the other Bourne movies, and they're gonna go for a new Bourne. 
newborn. If they're in a craze for action movies and they've seen the other born movies, I don't think they would go see this. Touche, sir. All right. Well, Ethan, did you? I don't think you've uh, made your pick. No, I'm actually going with Born Legacy on this one. Uh, Borg Legacy. <laughs> it's the Borg Legacy, yes. Uh, we will be assimilated. Um, <laughs> one of Dark Shadows opens a week after uh, uh, Avengers, so people are still going to be going to see that. Mm-hmm. And uh, um, there, there's, Born Legacy just has the uh, has the draw. I mean, the last uh, the last Born movie made two hundred some million dollars. It was it was the biggest one of the franchise. This so. is one of those uh, the, this new one. People are not thrilled about. <laughs> I, st- I, st- I think people are still going to go see it more. So I'm going Born Legacy. I think people are going to like not realize that Matt Damon's not in it. That could yeah. be. I've never so, liked any of the Born movies, so I'm kind of a bad person. I'd like to be wrong on this one. I want Tim Burton to never, ever, ever, ever work again. <laughs> I'm a Theron on that. When did the Born movies uh, premiere? Okay, they, used, they did come out in uh, August and July. Born's, uh, the Born Identity came out in June. So I'm just like thinking, was it like one of those movies that was the fun action movie that just was released with nothing whoa, else? Whoa, whoa. It's not it? fun. Yeah, they're boring. You don't like them? I, I like the know. first one. I haven't seen any of them. I love all three. They're great. Yeah, I think they're like. fine, but they're kind of boring. Oh, I think that, that people don't like movies where they have to think mm-hmm. at all, and those are movies where people have to think. The opening, $27 million for the original. Fifty-two million for supremacy, and then sixty-nine million for ultimatum. That's unusual. So yeah. it's been increasing steadily, but we're thinking about what maybe eighty to ninety million if it you know went up in the same rate. Do we really think Dark Shadows is not going to make eighty to ninety? I think a lot of people. I think a lot of people. You said the Born is going to do an eighty ninety million dollar weekend. I don't think so. Well, inflation. Oh, I thought you said it was. I mean, no, 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 no it did it 60, either. 70. It's been suddenly increasing, and if, even if we took that rate of increase, do we really think it would do the same? And I don't think it will do the same uh, growth. All right, so next next round. The last round, uh, so we don't even need to pick them. The last big movies, of course, we've got to mention Spider-Man, and we got to mention the Pixar film, Brave. And this is, I think, another tough one. And I don't want to go first on this one. What's a Pixar film? It's uh, Brave. It's the one that takes place in Ireland. The girl with the red hair. You said she looks cute. Sorry, i I got to dumb it down for the dad. No, talk to to the podcast, not just to your dad. Because other people might have been asking. Because I I have not seen the trailer. I saw trailers for that, and it looked really good. The Brave one. It's got the Pixar name behind it. It's the, cars there, screwed us all last year. Cars guys. did not I, do well. I know, but this one looks really good. But Even as a Pixar slash Disney fan, I had no interest in cars. Pixar, they do quality work, and I think Brave is them getting back to what they do, not just rehashing. I think there's going to be real market for children for that one into like middle school. But how big have been the, Sp- the Spider-Man movies? Have been huge. Record, record. Yeah, this holes. is a whole new. This is a whole new Spider-Man. Say that. The general hubbub on the Spider-Man movie is, oh my god, this is horrible. Oh my god, the only thing you guys can do is do a reboot, and it just came out. Oh my god, but I'm going to go see it anyway. Yeah. That sounds about right. That's the general hubbub. Yeah. I think yeah. It is the general hubbub, absolutely. And it's, and it's freaking obnoxious. It's 
Yeah. Well, I think you know, Spider Man sort of had that holiday weekend behind it. Absolutely. I mean, it's close enough to the Fourth of July that yeah. no one's going to be doing much anything and go see a movie. So I do think that probably I yeah, I would pick Spider Man on this one. Yep. But I do think that overall, I think that I do think the Brave is going to do well. It's just going to depend. This is one of those movies that's kind of up in the air. It just depends on how good it is. Yeah. Because yeah. it was kind of the same way with uh, with Cars yeah. Three Two. And uh, it just turned out it wasn't good, so people didn't take their kids. Yeah. So, Aaron, are you locked in then for Spider-Man? Yes, sir. Ethan, you're locked in for Spider-Man. I'm locked in for Spider-Man. I would not be surprised that Brave does more money over the course of the whole summer than Spider-Man. But opening weekend, I think Spider-Man will beat them out. I think Spider-Man for the opening weekend. Mm -hmm. I think that's the only copy. It's kind of like uh, Transformers last year on this uh, Transformers 3. Uh, uh, it ended up going out pretty early on most of our lists, but we all knew that it would have you know big staying power, and it ended up you know I think it was the number three movie of the year. Yeah, and I think it was actually number just two. Just weekends wise, it got toppled. Yeah, it was it was the big movie versus uh, Harry Potter. They basically made almost the same amount of money. Yeah, kind right. Of crazy. right uh, okay. I think it was Pirates Four, this one, and. Uh, um, Harry Potter were the top three movies of the year uh, of the year uh, box office wise. Yeah, and then The Hangover. Yeah, yeah. Which beat Pirates, I think, in our bracket. <clears throat> in the bracket, yeah, but uh, but it made more money overall. Yeah. Uh, Chris, you, you, got? you know, I'm going to go with Brave. I think this movie is going to do really well. I mean, I think Spider Man is going to do great, but I'm I'm putting my uh, efforts behind Brave there. I think this is going to be. A bigger hit than people are thinking because it it looks great. I as a Marvel <laughs> slash Spider Man fan, I, I have no big draw to see this. I mean, I love Emma Stone. I like Andrew Garfield. I'm interested to see what uh, Mark Webb does behind a feature film because I think his music videos are awesome. But I honestly forgot this movie was coming out until Paula said that. Oh, our final two. The other thing is, is is you and me, Chris and I, we don't watch TV. We really don't, yeah. and. We're we're always kind of off from what everyone else knows about movies, what they've seen on previews, what they've seen on TV. Mm-hmm. So I think we've learned that we're always kind of askew from what normal people are watching or knowing about. John's dead. I think for opening weekend, I think Spider-Man's going to beat uh, Brave. But I think Brave will do better overall. So, Ed, Ed sir. I'm about the same way. Spider-Man's going to be just gangbusters opening weekend, and then Brave's going to slowly take it over. Uh, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna to go with I didn't think there was anything left of it. <laughs> I poured it all into my cup. I'm like... Ooh. All right, so, moving on. Condensing down. Our winners... Yep. Our winners up against each other. We got Prometheus versus Dark Knight Rises. And we all had that. Correct? I think we all had yeah. that. And we're all picking Dark Knight Rises, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. So we can. Right. He's not picking Dark Knight Rises. That is silence. That is a silent yes. Over Dark Knight Rises. No. Yeah, me neither. <laughs> I, 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 you know, honestly, I, this is going to sound crappy because I'm the hugest Batman fan in the world. I'm a bigger Christopher Nolan fan, but I would prefer for, for Prometheus to win here. I would prefer it, but I, I don't think it will. I want to prefer it. I want Dark Knight Rises to be the best movie that's ever come out, and people will just con- that people will constantly just line up and see it again and again. Like, get out of the theater and be like, 
Let's go again. It's going to happen. This is going to be probably one of the most attacked movies of the summer. People are going to pretend like they hate this movie, no matter how good or bad it is. Yeah. Because people are going to lash out at the success of The Dark Knight. I remember having that conversation with you, too, and I was like, you know what? I, I can see that happening. It's going to happen. Well, just I, everything they've gone off on Bane about. Like, you can't yeah. hear him, the voice. And, and it's been fixed, but people don't care. They just don't care. They just want something to complain about. So they want to say, oh, Dark Knight Rises. First off, I didn't think Dark Knight Rises was that great. I think it sucks. Or, well, the first, and people are, people are just fickle. And I, I think that this movie's going to do well. I think it's going to do really well, but I do think it's going to just take a lot of crap based mm-hmm. off the success of the Dark Knight. All right. But we're all picking Dark. Dark Knight? Yes, sir. Yeah. Dark Knight. Yep. All right. all right. Then we go down to our next, which I have Avengers versus Total Recall. Other people have Avengers versus uh, Abe Lincoln. So I'm going to go and move on Avengers. Uh, Avengers versus either Abe Lincoln or Total Recall. It's whatever you had in that. I don't remember what I asked. Uh, I've been figuring out. <laughs> you guys haven't been writing this down as we went? I have been writing it down. Is this because... We'll give you some time to figure it out. Um... I have Avengers versus Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. I'm going with Avengers. I mean, this I'm in the same great. boat as Chris, and I'm doing the same thing. John's dead. Avengers. Avengers. Versus who? Who did he have? I picked Avengers before. Right. Total, but against Total well, Recall? Against, no, I picked, well, no, I picked Total Recall against... Uh, yeah. yeah. So it's Avengers, Avengers versus, versus Total, Total Recall. Oh, my God. You have a completely separate I, bracket. Oh, Avengers. 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 No, I have, I have the same bracket as <laughs> him. Yeah, I'm a Avengers versus Total Recall, and it's going to be Avengers. Did you guys figure it out? I uh, figured out this round. I have Avengers versus Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and it's going to be Avengers. Ethan? Uh, let's see. This is this one. I have Avengers, Avengers versus Abe Lincoln, Vampire Hunter, and it's going to be Avengers. Yeah. John? I already I yeah, said it. Oh, okay. with me. So, and you and Avengers as well. Our next bracket, we're going up top. I have Men in Black 3, which was the winner versus G.I. Joe. So figure, listen and figure that out, guys. Versus Battle, Battleship, who was the winner versus Madagascar. And I'm going to have to go with the winner of, with, uh, Men in Black 3 is going to beat out Battleship during that first week. You know what, Paul, I'm going to agree with you on that. I have the same matchup. I have Men in Black 3 over Battleship. Um, I think Battleship's just going to be a crummy movie. I don't think Men in Black 3 is going to be much better, but according to my bracket, I think that's going to be the one that people are turning up to see. John's dad. Yeah, I think uh, Men in Black's going to beat Battleship out. I'm still torn. I got Men in Black 3 versus Madagascar 3, and I see two terrible movies up against each other. Um, so no one wins is what Ed says. Yeah, but the, 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 the winner's really going to be the people who make money off of whatever they made um, for those movies. Um, I'm going to have to give the slight edge to Men in Black 3 just because it does... Pulling a little bit larger audience. Uh, I have GI Joe versus Battleship. And wow! I think I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Bruce Willis and The Rock <laughs> destroying that Battleship, and uh, I'm gonna go GI Joe. Go Joe! Yo Joe! And when he says go Joe, he means go Aaron. <laughs> so we're on my third round. Yep. Well, no, it's a uh, minute boy. Yeah, it's your third versus Battleship. Third conference versus Battleship. Yep. I go men in black. Yeah. 
Um, I'm, I've got Men in Black 3 and Battleship. I'm going Men in Black 3 on that one as well. I think Battleship's going to do well, but I think Men in Black 3 is going to have the staying power for it. I do say it looks better than Battleship, and it certainly looks better than Men in Black 3, so I hope that, or excuse me, Men in Black 2, so I hope that yeah. translates. Cause, well, we, I want all these movies to be good. Mm-hmm. All right, then we're down to our last conference. Dark, I have Dark Shadows versus Spider-Man. And I have to go with Spider-Man because I'm a comic book nerd. And I think people will not go back to see Dark Shadows. You know, for me, I'm, I'm different. I had Dark Shadows versus Brave. Um, I'm going to go with Brave just because I think it's going to oh, be yeah. a better movie and have a lot more positive word of mouth behind it than uh, Dark Shadows. If I had to pick, if that was my pick, I would pick Brave also. John Zad, what did you have for your... Uh... Let's see, what was it? Dark Shadows and... What was the... Whoever won between Dark Shadows and Born Legacy. Okay. You had Dark Shadows. Did you have Brave or Spider-Man? Oh, Spider-Man. So I say Spider-Man beats uh, Dark Shadows. Yeah, I think that's safe. Uh, How about you, Ed? I'm going to go contrarian, and I'm going to say that uh, in my bracket it's uh, Dark Shadows versus Spider-Man. I'm going to say Dark Shadows is going to win this one out. The, uh, The Johnny Depp, Tim Burton's just got a lot of mass appeal, and they've been consistently good. Uh, and I got born uh, Legacy versus Spider-Man, and I gotta go Spider-Man. Aaron, uh, I have Dark Shadows versus Spider-Man, like like Ed, but I completely disagree. That it's been consistently good. <laughs> you guys um, are just knocking heads up here because people will go to see those wacky bunny book movies, mm-hmm. and especially versus yeah. And I do think that Dark Shadows is going to do relatively well. Uh, people go see Tim Burton. I wish they, like I said, I wish they wouldn't. But they do. But I go Spider-Man in this case. Yeah, and I've got uh, uh, the uh, the Born Legacy versus Spider-Man, and uh, I think uh, one thing the Avengers is definitely going to do is whet people's appetites for some superheroes, and uh, this is going to come along at the right time to tide people over until Dark Knight, Dark Knight Rises come out. So yeah, two <laughs> weeks later. Night, yes. uh, so I'm going with Spider-Man. All right, nice. Then we go up to our semifinals. I have... I knew it was called that, Paul. That I was going to say that. Oh, good. <laughs> I'm surprised, actually. I, yeah, I know. I'm actually shocked. That you know that. I'm, I'm really I thought it was called myself. the buster of the bracket. <laughs> I have, and I think we all have, Dark Knight versus Avengers. Which, this come on. This is a contest right here, guys. Yeah, yeah this is you tough. Know what, you knew this was, this is what this bracket's all been boiling down to, is basically oh, these yeah. two, right? DC I, versus Marvel. Right we didn't there. know when it would happen because we randomized it, but th- apparently it's happening in the semifinals, and I'm going Dark Knight. You know what, Paul? I, I have to. I'm going with Avengers on this one. I, Aaron, you got into my head. I think there's going to be a lot of people just speaking ill of Dark Knight Rises no matter how good it might turn out to be. I think it might turn people off because they're going to say, it's not going to be as good as Dark Knight. I'm going to go see Avengers instead. Here's what I see. And I actually I agree with what you're saying, Chris, but I'm going to say it a little bit differently. Uh, you know, like, you know, take the, uh, my favorite of the Marvel movies, Iron Man. We'll take that, we'll, uh, we'll put that up against, um, uh, The Dark Knight. Both great movies, I love them both. But the thing about it is, Dark Knight is a very serious movie, Avengers is a very, excuse me, uh, Iron Man is a very fun movie. And I think that that's what this contest is going to come down to, is I think that The Dark Knight is going to get trashed because it's just so hoity-toity and stuck up and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, why can't we just have Hulk catching Iron Man out of the sky? And so they're going to... So well, I think Paul, Paul hasn't seen any of the trailers yet. Don't spoil anything for him. 
Who hasn't? Paul, he's avoiding all spoilers or trailers it for It comes movie. out in like three days. Like, why do well, I need to watch trailers now? You have to watch the musical sequence. It's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> But, I, I know, you know I'm going to buy the ticket. I don't need to watch a trailer to show well, that I'm going to buy a ticket. Uh, you know, right now, Christopher Nolan's kind of like the king. You know, he, he's he's off of The Dark Knight and uh, uh, Inception and made lots and lots of money. And I think the people, like I said, I'm so cynical, but people like watching people fail. And I think that the Avengers is going to squeak through. And I hope, I, I don't really care if I'm wrong, though. Because I, I want Dark Knight to do well. Don't get me wrong. Because you know I want it to be a good movie. I want it to do well. But ultimately, it doesn't matter because they're not making a fourth one. They're going to make this Batman reboot. And if this movie completely tanks, then we might have another you know you know ten years or whatever between this and that reboot. But ultimately, Avengers isn't where this is ending. So I kind of want to see some success there. Um, I, but DC over Marvel all the way, as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> Um, I, uh, I'm going to go ahead and make this interesting. I'm going to go, I'm going to go Dark Knight Rises on it. Um, just cause I, I examined the numbers. So yeah, I know. It's totally, uh, I'm the Marvel boy here. And, and I'm um, the DC boy. Uh, well, I think Avengers is, is going to do really well. I can't really ignore the numbers that, uh, say like, uh, you know, Thor, Iron Man. And I, I think Iron Man 2 is the one that did the best. And yeah. It, it only made half as much total. That uh, Dark Knight did, and I think and you're right. That you're there, absolutely right. But we've talked about it sure. on our show. Yeah, Dark Knight was the like perfect I said, storm of bad publicity. Part, part of this, I want to make this interesting. So you're going Avengers. I'm going to go Dark Knight. Right? Which is, you know, I, I'm he's the Marvel boy. I'm the DC boy. But I always, I, but I've off, I've often attributed Dark Knight's success to the bad publicity surrounding that movie. You had Heath Ledger's death. You had uh, Morgan Freeman uh, getting in the car yeah. wreck, finding out he's, he's having the affair with his granddaughter. You had uh, the thing going on with uh, Christian Bale. Uh, at the time, that was when he got in trouble for beating up his mom. So there was all this bad publicity around this movie, and people just went in droves. And I think The Dark Knight Rises is going to do really super well. I just kind of expect Avengers to do a little bit better. John's dead. Well... I think Avengers is going to be Dark Knight. I think because it's like four or five superheroes against one. And I think that's going to be the draw that makes it more interesting that people go to Avengers. For, and this is for the weekend box office, not? No, no, no. No, no, no. This, this is, is, no, this is overall. This oh, is for, I thought it was for the weekend. No, that was that first that's round. That's the first round. Oh, this is like two weeks. See, oh, even two weeks. I see, Paul? I still say very Your bracket rules are weird. I had to explain it to Ed at the end of the first bracket rounds. Yeah, okay. So, But I still think Avengers will because it's just more, more inter- you know, got so many more characters. All right. I'm going to go opposite, Dad. Well, good. See, I think people are going to say, oh, I've seen those guys in other movies. I'm going to, you know, the people who are really interested are going to go see that. Other people are going to wait for DVD. And I think. So, you, I'm sorry not to cut you off. Because I'm, I picked the same movie. But you don't think they're going to say like, I've seen the Batman movies. I want to see all these characters together. Like, I think, I think they've seen them so on I their. Think that's the interest. They're going to. I, I think it is an interest to niche group, where people are going to say, oh, I'll just wait for DVD. Because the big thing now is in the last couple of years, Redbox has really blown up. I mean, oh, I can, I can spend ten dollars to go see it in the theater. Where I'm going to have people talking, and it's going to be a real pain in the ass, or I can wait a couple months and get it for a dollar. Yeah, but you feel that we feel that way about all movies now. 
you know, because they're so easily accessible rather than the theater. Yeah, but there's yeah. that one movie so that I you really want to see in the exactly. theater. Exactly, and I don't see those two as, or, you know, that. And, and I, think, I think people absolutely, I mean, it was so huge that I think even bad press aside, people are going to still flock to see Dark Knight Rises. I don't. I want to get on record. I'm not saying that the Dark Knight Rises is going to do poorly. I am not saying that. I just think the Avengers is going to do really super well. Pure genius. Hey, um, I'm going to have to go with the Dark Knight. Uh, I think that. Uh, I mean, I'm going to go with my personal preference. Uh, I, I want to see the Avengers, but if I suddenly don't get to see it until I get it off my Netflix, Netflix queue. It's not going to really hurt me, whereas I, I really enjoyed the last two Dark Knight movies, and I can't wait to go see this one in the theaters. This is like that one that's going to have to bypass Netflix or Redbox. Um, the only thing I really want to see in the Avengers is Nick Cage. So, that's uh, He's like the common man. Nick Cage isn't in the Avengers. <laughs> Now we're going spoiler free on this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Nick Fury. Nick Fury. Paul, Paul just shit himself. Oh, I was keeping it clean and I sore. Uh, yeah, now I'm going to have to beep. If you guys don't notice, I never read comic books. <laughs> and that's why we have Ed on our comic book podcast. <laughs> that was a fun moment. Thanks, Ed. <laughs> so, we're all locked in now. No one else? <laughs> That was our last one that I think is the same, right? Yeah, that's the last one yeah. for everyone that's the exact same right. ratio. In my other semifinals, I have Men of Black 3 and Spider-Man. Anybody else with the same matchup? Yeah, yeah. All right, All right, so Aaron and Ethan have the same one. Guys, yeah. I'm going to go Men of Black 3. Because it's three weeks <laughs> in, and I think it's the comedy of the summer. It's going to be that one movie that we didn't see coming. What do you boys think? Spider-Man. Spider-Man. Oh, yeah. I think uh, uh, it's been too long between uh, Men in Black movies. I think people are going to see it, and people have just forgotten about it. Yeah. I mean, it might actually have a startup audience going with it, but I I think that Spider-Man, people go to see these comic book movies. And I think comic book movies have grown up quite a bit since the Men in Black movies started coming out. Uh, I think people are just going to go see Spider-Man yeah. instead. Comic book movies are still in that interesting bubble where people think they go to see it, and that makes them a, a, an interesting but different nerd when everybody's going to go see them. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, okay. I think I'm really the odd man out with G.I. Joe versus Spider-Man, and I'm going to yeah. go Spider-Man with that. Uh, Ed, what did you have for that one? I have Men in Black 3 versus Dark Shadows. <laughs> uh, I don't know if you can hear that, but uh, what was that? Aaron just just kind of snorted and laughed. Wow! Ed, you are our common <laughs> man. You're the man on the screen. Apparently not common enough because uh, Aaron disagrees with me vehemently. Uh, don't worry, it used to be Paul. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's how you haze the new guy. No, no, no. Aaron used to disagree with me constantly. Now it's you. Um, you know, it's funny. I do disagree with you a lot, but looking at it overall, I agree with your opinion over everyone else in the podcast more often than not. Whoa! Oh, For being on the podcast in only three episodes. <laughs> I am honored. Um, I'm going to have to go with my weird matchup. I'm going to give it to Dark Shadows. Wow. Wow. The, uh, Amazing. The, the evil team up is uh, strong. 
I I had a random kind of matchup myself. I had Men in Black three versus Brave. Um, I'm going with Brave. I think this movie is going to do great things, like most other Pixar movies, except for Cars two. Electric Boogaloo. Electric Boogaloo, the sequel. Uh, John said, "Do you remember what you had in this matchup?" Um, let me. What were the, uh, do you want to take a look at it? Was the, well, you have it written down right next. He to hasn't been keeping up on it. My notes. Um, <laughs> I think the winner from Dark Shadows. You know Dark, Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. No, I had Spider Man. Spider Man's gonna. So Spider Man over Dark, Dark Shadows. Dark Shadows. Yeah. All right. Well, wait. No. It's then. Who did he have as the winner from the GI Joe Men in Black Three Battleship Madagascar area? Uh, he has no idea what you just said. Yeah, I don't even know, Paul. <laughs> it, it doesn't really matter. He's not going to be back after five weeks. Because Dark Shadows moved you, on. You wrote everything on the same side. <laughs> Let me see. It doesn't matter. Side side so boring. He, he made his pick. That's it. Anyways, <laughs> carrying on. He's reclining in his chair. He's just here with a beer. He's checked out. So for the finals, I have... I know it's called that, Paul. <laughs> Dark Knight Rises versus Men in Black 3. Dark Knight Rises. Who's not play, picking Dark Knight Rises? Me. Oh. Yeah, I didn't. Or yes, it's not in your bracket. Exactly. <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry. Right. <laughs> it's either Avengers or Dark Knight Rises, right, at this point? Well, it's Avengers versus... Uh, yeah. Right. I have I have Dark Knight Rises over Spider Man. Okay. And so do I. So does Ethan. Dark Knight Rises over Dark Shadows and Dark Knight Rises. Um, I had Let's Avengers versus Brave. I went with Avengers. Father. Spider Man. Spider. He's just gonna go Spider Man. He went Spider Man. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> okay, Ethan and uh, Aaron. Who do you have? I got Avengers versus Spider Man. Ethan's got Dark Knight Rises versus Spider-Man. I think Sp- Spider-Man's going to get his butt kicked by uh, either Batman or the Avengers at this point. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Avengers for me. And I think Batman can pretty much kick anyone's butt, even if it is Spider-Man. So. Yeah, especially Spider-Man. All right. So please, everybody here, email or hand in your bracket to me. Uh, hopefully I will make sense of it. And uh, post it up on our Facebook page very soon. Thank you guys all for coming in. Uh it's our biggest podcast to date. Right? A lot of biggest podcast ever. <laughs> Seriously, the next one is going to be like the Expendables, where we're going to have to have. Have we had any other random people? And, uh, you know, Stallone in on it. You're going to have to bring Shea back for that one. <laughs> we're going to have to bring in uh, Jojo, Jojo Tough as Nails. Jojo Tough as Nails. Zelensky, he was sitting in another room one time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no, Scott? I think we had our most on our beer drinking episode, the crap, uh, the, the Oh my gosh, of the world. yeah. That was another beep that I'm going to have to put in there, huh? Alright. No, crap's not a bad word. Yeah, crap's fine. <laughs> it was a crap shoot. <laughs> Alright, but uh, until that. I work with it every day. Check out our Facebook page where we're going to post these brackets, and uh, you can like them or dislike them and comment on them. And even email us, contact at magnumboardcast.com, your picks for the summer movie blockbuster bracket buster, uh, because I would love to see them. And then also, what do I love to see, Chris? Paul loves to see us uh, being rated and reviewed over on the iTunes. So if you found our podcast, make sure you get over there and leave us a little note. Uh, Paul's yearning for it so much. So much. And oh, as always, check out our friends over at Confession of a Movie Snob. 
um, where also you get to hear us on their show every once in a while doing their Indomitable Order of the Ruthaz. Indomitable Order of the Zone of Ruthaz. Oh, I faci- facilitators of the Indomitable Order of yes. the Zone of Ruthaz. That is correct. I can remember that. I can't remember our own yeah. stuff, though. <laughs> hey, you guys say we... I have come up with some crazy taglines for things. Ed, where can we find you on the internet? Uh, if people want to just be like, hey, I want to be friends with the friends of the podcast, Ed. <laughs> Nowhere? Anywhere? Uh, I, I'm on the internet if you can find me. Good luck. Um, otherwise, I'm jumping in a sewer <laughs> somewhere in Buffalo. I just tweeted at you from the bag and zero. So you probably find it that way if you're on that. You're going to get some new random followers. Congratulations. Well, other way, I'm not spelling my last name on this podcast. And, figured out. and John's dad is Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> look, look for me on my iCarly fan website. <laughs> I really hope they might pick that up. <laughs> <laughs> All right, until next week, where we're going to be bringing you the reviews of the comic books from April. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Yay! Yay, podcast. Well, that was fun.